1: You're
0: rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Sure, appreciate you rolling with us on a Thursday, September 22nd. We're getting through it. Certainly big NBA news coming out of Boston. Ime Udoka, the Celtics head coach facing disciplinary action, could include a significant suspension, uh, according to Woj, for... A consensual intimate relationship uh, with a woman who's a member of the franchise's staff. So we'll get into that. What it mean, what it could mean for the Celtics. Utah Jazz are making trades, not with the Grizzlies. Uh, we now know where John ja Morant ranks in the uh, NBA 2022 rank. And of course, John, we can get to it now. A little bit of Tigers basketball because that schedule has dropped. AAC dropped the full schedule yesterday. Tigers dropped the full schedule. Uh, we can get into it now, baby. We already knew who they're playing, but now we have when. When the tough stretches are, we can break it all down. I'll do it with my partner, John Martin, and our great
4: executive producer, Brad Carson. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we got some timing, right? We got the timing, and everybody can start to make their plans. We got all that figured out there you now. Go. So, uh, yeah, what a uh, what a bombshell of a story that dropped in the NBA last night It was kind of crazy the way it happened. Uh, Wode just he kind of there was kind of two parts to it, right? It was. Ema Udoka has, you know, broken some organizational done guidelines so. and could be facing a significant suspension. Well, that's kind of like open-ended, right? So everybody's like wondering what the hell could he have done. There are only so many things, though, right? There are only so many things that you can do within an organizational guideline that would result in a suspension. And that later was confirmed when... Um, well, which followed? I guess maybe it was Shams who ended up breaking it. That's what you open yourself up to, right? Um, there was a consensual and intimate relationship uh, that Ima Udoka had with a colleague, right, mm-hmm. inside the Boston Celtics organization. So, yeah, that is where that sits today. Uh, and It sounds like it could be a, a full year. For the Boston Celtics, coach. Was he coach of the year last year. He was right. If he wasn't, who was?
0: Was it not Monty? Did Monty not get what he should have gotten the year before? Did okay. it not? Was it Monty? I think then it was Monty.
4: Well, I feel like Monty was, Williams. Yeah, thought it was Monty. I feel like he, don't, he don't should have been here. though. I feel like he should have been the coach. Monty of the year. was
0: really rewarded for not getting it the year before. That's yeah. exactly
4: right. Odoka should have won it. Didn't. Yeah. But he's still considered one of the better coaches in the game right now, right? With Absolutely. the way he transfer, mm-hmm. transformed that Celtics team. So. Uh, Anyway, we will get into that today. It is the story that everybody is talking about around the country. Rob Fisher is going to join us uh, at 1125. Mm -hmm. We'll talk to him. Probably not about this, right, Mm -hmm. but about the Grizzlies who are ramping up. Get his thoughts on some college football matchups this weekend. We know Rob Fisher likes to get after it, so the King of Pops is going to join us at 1125. Then at uh, 125, the Godfather himself, Jeff Kalkins, is going to hop on. That's who they want. That is who they want,
0: and that's who we're gonna give them.
4: That is who they want. So they've wanted for uh, sixty-one years.
0: Yeah, Freshly. that man rode seventy-five miles. I still can't get over. It. What a beast! And then, what, what are you doing when you turn sixty? Yeah, sixty-one. What, what did you do when you turn sixty? Quite
4: honestly, like you ride seventy-five miles on a <laughs> bike. Hell no,
0: because that's doing something. Because I'll be. It's very impressive.
4: Now, the one thing that Calkins does have going for him, though, and I, and I, so I will defend myself here, is that he is sixty-one and, and single. He's a single man.
0: So he has to stay. Right. Svelte.
4: Right. You know what? what would,
0: no pot belly do you, on Do you Calkins. think
4: there is any way on this earth that if Calkins was married at 61 that that man would be biking 75 miles? Not a <laughs> no, – or oh, any man. S-I-N-G-L-E.
0: Yes. Because he's single.
4: Calkins is F-N-F. Ready
0: to, ready to mingle.
4: You know, Calkins is FNF, bro. Okay. Right.
0: That's why you do it. That's why you ride those 75. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got you,
4: bro. You got a bike in your house that you just pa- you pass by every yeah. day. You look at it and you keep on pushing, right? But if you were single, you'd be on that thing, guaranteed.
0: Thing says Peloton. I've been on it one time. You have been on it? You have been on it? I, I, I went on it to register. Never been on it again.
4: So did you even sit on the I, seat? Here's the thing. I didn't. Buy- Faith
0: bought it. She doesn't ride it.
4: Well, that's that's an issue. Yeah, We
0: need to sell it. So anybody that's out expensive. there, it, it, I shouldn't use this platform to do that, Yeah. but, but it's just sitting mm. there.
4: No, you cannot use this platform. I know platform. yeah, I'm sorry.
0: That's that you heard me.
4: Is that Payola? Take it
5: out of there. They call it a bully pulpit, I actually think was what they
4: called it. Bully
5: pulpit? Yeah. Brad, ar- go back and erase the tape. Delete that. So Thank that
4: you. is uh that is the show today. And we have got uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to it. So with so many stories to tackle, let's uh let's do the over under thing.
5: It's Jason and John's over under. Over, over. Under, under. Oh, yes, and now, like, all the jokes are coming out, including the genie bus and Phil Jackson memes and comparing this to the Emi uh, Adoka thing. We're going to have something on uh, Adoka next. But first in over-unders, it's Thursday night football, gentlemen. Steelers at Browns. Mm. The total is 38, over-under 38 points. John, when we start with John? John yeah, Martin. he's,
4: an, he's, a, John. he's okay. an expert. Start with John. John is the expert. John is the king. John is the. Uh,
0: uh, you going too far?
4: He is the uh, alpha and omega when it comes to football bets. All right, we're, we're we've not, seen and all heard right, Vic Faust. We're not, not going to talk about. now, nah, bro, don't put me in that group. You said the king. <laughs> well, that that was a, a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, under I love betting unders in the NFL. Thirty-eight. Is I love it. It gives me. It's a. It's like a kink. I'll be honest. It's a kink. I enjoy like no other betting unders in the NFL. I am the Undertaker and I will be the undertaker yet again tonight. These are two bad offenses. I know
0: – Trubisky's not playing well.
4: Cleveland yeah. did put up would. 31, right, against the Jets, or 30 against the Jets. Should have won but, the game. But they're still led by Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett, and I don't see Pittsburgh letting Cleveland come into this game and recreate that kind of output. I just don't see it. Even without T.J. Wide, I just think that defense is a bit prouder than uh, than the New York Jest, as we say here on the show. On the other side of the coin, you have, I think, the worst offense in the NFL in the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't. There is there a worse offense? I mean, it's you and it's you.
0: I think statistically they are the worst passing offense. You're right there. So you, they're, you they're and they're the Steelers the are the worst. Don't put me down there, uh, Dave Montgomery. Running that thing.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, Najee is not their offense. Their offensive line is a joke. Trubisky is not playing well. Um, I, I just all true. I, I like the under on Trubisky passing yards, which I think is like one ninety three and a half. Look at you, little bonus. I think Cleveland's defense is is, is pretty good, right? They have mm. that defensive front with Miles Garrett. I just think it's going to be a long night for both offenses. It's it's an ugly, ugly Thursday night game. Believe me. Um, mm. I I just don't I don't see I don't see this being twenty one twenty. I see it being thirteen ten all day long. That's what I, that's what I see in this game, and that's what I'll be uh, betting on tonight.
0: Well, there's your expert. There's the King. He he's, mm-hmm. he's weighed in. No,
4: the, 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 the alpha and the omega. Don't forget that either.
0: Um, yeah. Should I go with a king here? Let, let me ask you this: Is this John Martin talking, or is it Patty?
4: Well, it, it there, there's me, no difference. Who's the
0: pick? Who's the pick coming from? There's, it does. Ma- it matters to me. Mm. Who's the under pick coming from? John Martin or Patty?
4: they they're one and the same, my brother in Christ.
0: So you're telling me to roll with you this week? Oh, it, yeah. It was a rough week for Patty last week, was it not? It
4: was. It, we, we, that was last week, though. They got us good. We'll get them this week.
0: I believe that. Here's what I know. Mitch Trubisky, when he's feeling the pressure, is not good. I've seen it as a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. He gets really bad when he's looking over his shoulder. <laughs> And that's what he's got with Pickett. Like, every, the fans are clamoring for it. Everybody else is. You've got the worst passing offense in the NFL, I believe, statistically, if not uh, just by your eyeballs. Um, they will not score many points tonight. Cleveland will do all the point scoring. And to that point, uh, even if they get to, you know, in the 20s or whatever, I don't think you'll have to worry here because I don't think Pittsburgh's going to scratch mm-hmm. much of anything when it comes to the end zone tonight. So I'll take the under with John Martin. That's how much I trust him.
4: Yeah, okay. I, I'm the undertaker. And I, I want to say, like, it'll even out, right, the way these the, – the, the
0: under's the, been coming in, haven't yes. they? Yes. yes. The un, the NFL yes. unders have yes. been coming in. Yes. I've been reading the, about this.
4: The numbers will adjust, and then they'll, they'll start to come well, in. Well,
0: I wonder, did Vegas react here – partly, um, and say,
5: I mean, yeah, we're going to give you
4: something well, super Bowl with 38. There are going to be some games where I'm taking the over. This ain't the okay. one. Okay. Right. Hey. okay.
5: All right, You are facing the uh, Cleveland defense in Fantasy League this week, I I think. So. Oh, wow.
4: Wow. Well, I'm not intimidated by that, because no, you're facing the
5: si- this god of sun, Iman Ross ain't brown. Well, let's go. Alright, let's go to Ime Yudoka, who is the topic of the day after having, uh, apparently, according to some reports, an extramarital or he's not married, apparently, but he's I guess cheating on his longtime girlfriend.
0: Yeah, which is really another Near long. That's a whole other story. It's a whole
5: other wing of Especially the of the book. Yep. Um, and many people are disappointed in uh, Ime for that move. But Ime Adoka from the Celtics could be suspended. That should be landing today. The suspension over under number we've set here from our staff is eighty one point five games. Wow, almost a whole season. Over under. What do you guys think? Well, that is the uh,
4: that is the report from. Adrian Wojnarowski that they are
5: targeting. Jeez, that's insane! Isn't a year. It? That's that's insane.
4: I, I, you know, you think you you think that, right? Oh, it's you know, this is a private matter. But let's be clear, this is a disaster for the Boston Celtics from a perception standpoint, and then it's a, and it's a disaster for the Boston Celtics workplace. I mean, we think about NBA teams as as teams. We think about Jason Tatum, and we think about. Uh, Jalen Brown. I think about John Morant, but inside that framework yeah. is a staff of people, is you know ticket operators and 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 uh, you know business partnership development and you know it, it's a it's a real corporate environment, right? There's a real corporate environment inside these buildings that now has been totally turned on its head because I don't know I don't, I don't know about you guys. But the first thing I did was I Googled who who's on the staff. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. Yes, who, I did the same thing. Who who? Mm. And so what that does, right? Look at y'all. What what that does is is it puts all this attention. I don't think you were any better than us. There's no way you didn't Google that. George. I didn't.
0: I didn't do it. Wow. Did I wonder? Yes, but I waited for y'all to go do it. We in have October. more
4: sin in us, John. I guess so. I I was certainly. I was like, yo, what are we working with? I'm just being honest. I did it, I did and too. so that's the position, though, that Ime Udoka has placed these women in the workplace. And I don't know who he had a, 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 a an affair with. I have no idea. It's I. I don't really care. It's not. It's not really going to change my opinion on this. I think what he's done is he's he's created an, an environment where every woman that works in that building is going to be hit up on social media, uh, Google search to the to the nth degree. And question, and, like, is this a, is this a kosher work but the environment? But wo- the
0: woman didn't have any responsibility in that, too? Like, you know what I'm saying? I realize he's, I guess her could be her superior in a sense that he's the head well, coach, and if she's on the staff beneath him, yep. if it's a staffer like that. But She does. A, I'm assuming th- th- that. I'm assuming you're saying that, this is all on email. Well, the, I'm assuming, the woman, this was consensual. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm assuming
4: the woman. Will, in terms of setting up that kind of workplace. She, I, I'm, I'm more focused on the women that weren't involved, right? Sure. That's who I'm sort of focused on here. Because the women that weren't involved that makes sense. are gonna face the same the same sort of backlash as though they were, right? The woman that was involved, she knew the guidelines just as well as Email Udoka did, right? So I uh, know I am not placing this all on Email Udoka because there were two parties that knew the score, right? You don't dip your pen in company ink. That is the oldest. Right, that, right. that is the oldest That is the oldest line, bro. You don't S where you eat. That, too. But, I see, which one's better? I think mine. I think mine was a little better. Don't dip your pen in company. That's where you eat is legendary, John. It, it is, but it's a little crass. Okay, gentlemen. Okay, gentlemen. It's a little crass. Let's it's, keep it classic. It is a little deep. You know, um, so, yeah, I, I, think, um, I think the Celtics have to make a strong stay in here because, look, the woman's going to be terminated, right? The woman's going to lose her job. Emanuel Doug know, is not going to lose his. He's going to be suspended for a year. But the woman's going to lose her job. She is. She has no choice. They have no choice. She was having a. She was having a relationship with the freaking coach. If he's not fired, she shouldn't be fired. Well, uh, but we know what, how that works. I agree.
0: A, would she not have a case? They're going to keep him but fire her? No, okay, so year. you, you uh, well, suspend so her for so a year, too? But yes. what's the justification for keeping him but firing her? That's all I'm saying. That sounds like a well, case. because yes. you'll say, you, you I know, just don't. I, that, that's, that's that's a
5: lawsuit. That's
0: some sketchy territory there well, for Celtics if they do that. We know different. I, I'm not saying that doesn't ru- happen, We but know wow. different rules apply to different people, though. I understand that, but look at the situation. You talk about an atmosphere of where you're punishing the woman, but you're letting the man keep the job. That ain't. Have you, have, that you ever about, right.
4: have you ever heard of a year-long suspension they'll, they'll in the get, corporate world, though? They'll,
0: they'll get killed for that. I, 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 I'm on this year's suspension. Stephen A. hit on this. Others have hit on it. You're going to give Robert Sarver one year. Insane. And give Ime Udoka for a consensual relationship, and I ain't condoning it. No, I'm with you. But a year? A year? That That's equal? what What, 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 what are we talking about here? And so... I was surprised when Woj he's doubled down on it, sort of in these reports, that it looks like it's going to be a year. I thought again with some, huh? Because we just had Robert Sarver. The NBA, as far as it as far as it said, was its hands are tied. This is what we're doing: ten million dollar fine, most we can do with collective bargain agreement. One year. It was the outside pressure yeah. that's forced Sarver to give up the team to sell the team. The NBA was going to give him one year. You telling me this is the same? Again, I I, I can't tell you. Who's had consensual relationships and affairs on staffs before? But I guarantee you, it's happened a ton in the NBA, and we're gonna we're, we're gonna use this one, Ime Udoka, to to be the one to say, uh, "Your here's a year, and it's equal to what Robert Sarver got because we look at it and say it's not the same. It's not the same." So you know, for the over-under part of this, what we say, 81 and a half games, so we're saying year year suspension or not, I just think some of this common sense has got to say, I'm going to go under just because, again, how do you give a year to a guy who isn't even remotely close in terms of atmosphere, everything else, John, to what Robert Sarver had going in yeah. Phoenix.
4: Well, like, like, I just feel like it is, it is a, a deal can, where.
0: Can you come down heavy handed and it be a, 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 a significant suspension, but not be okay. a year is right. my point here. It's, it's not, it's, we're not talking apples to apples here. And it shouldn't be that
4: one yeah. and one doesn't make any well, sense. The, the, the issue becomes like, if it's like a, if there's a, ha- if there's a power dynamic there as well too, right? Like Bobby Petrino lost his job, um, when he had the when he had the affair with the uh, the the secretary or whatever, lost his job. That's key. Yeah. Seems like they're sticking with Udoka, so
0: there's only a couple of certain paths you can go here. Yeah. And so if you're keeping him, we go to okay. How long should the suspension be? If you want to have the conversation of whether or not he should be fired, okay, let's go there. But that's not what's happening here. So uh, again, we'd be wasting words at this point. You're, if if you wanted to compare it to P- P- Petrino, I, I just, it, I just, it wasn't that someone he you know. But, uh, again, we don't need to compare those situations. Different here because the Celtics yeah. appear to be sticking with Ime Udoka.
4: But like, don't you feel like it's insane though for Ime Udoka or, or, or like whatever, whoever, anybody? Oh, I, we can get into the, how stupid that was. Like on like, his part. Like even if you know whatever. But, like in the end, you know you are the head coach, right? So you have to say regardless. Uh, I don't. And I don't know who initiated what. I don't know. I, but don't you have to say like I cannot do this? I can't. Yeah, you have to say that. Like I cannot be, you know we cannot get caught doing this we cannot you know and you you violated whatever you
0: you know whichever way you want to go on this consensual whatever whichever side you fall but you violated the policy of your employer in this case they've got rules so to some extent right you're you're, at, you're you know you're you're at the will of those of those rules and so again but they've decided he's he's good enough we're going to keep him right we're not going to fire him for this but again, how did the uh, uh, the, the one year suspension, I just, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that when we just saw Sarver again, NBA say one year for you. We're talking about racist comments, misogynistic
5: comments, and atmosphere. There's no comparison of chaos. There's yeah. no, in my opinion, and I'm not joking. In, compare fairness, sins in here.
4: fairness, though, he did end up, he's going
5: away. Yeah.
4: yeah. So Sarver is not, not coming back.
0: Outside, well, outside pressure. And you wonder again without there will be some outside pressure on what will happen here with with the outside pressure on the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I mean, and and again, how this story leaked all that? You know, Stephen A. is on that today. Right. He's shame on you, Boston Celtics, for for letting this leak out. Because this kind of stuff happens all the time in the NBA, why are y'all letting this leak out about Ime Udoka? What you got going on in your you, own? And and that's a, that's I a mean, part this of fair. this. Okay, but but, 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 I, but I don't know if it's our some, part th- th- in this over and under on
4: eighty-one and a half. I mean, but does it? Do you really think that there are head coaches in the NBA right now having extramarital affairs with staff members I, I, of the on their team? I, I, what I'm I telling mean, that you is the difference in the dynamic. What I'm
0: telling you, I, I have no knowledge of that. Right. I can't sit here as Jason Smith mm-hmm. across from you and tell you, yeah, I know what's going on and it's here and this team and this team. Right. Stephen A. sat there and did that today. Look, I'm not- and, and I'm not going right. I'm not going to doubt what he knows in that situation. And he didn't name any names, but his point is this was pre- this is prevalent in the NBA in terms of the way he put it fraternization again. And fraternization to the point that it violates some team policies in right. places, and in those situations, you don't see it leaked, Right, was his point. Yeah, That's I, another I, side story yeah, to Yeah, I
4: mean, I think, I think the biggest thing, right, is not... Because, look, everybody... That goes,
0: somebody's trying to take email down within the Celtics organization I, by I'm, leaking this out.
4: I am not here to uh, weigh in on, you know, infidelity, right? That is the least of the issues as far as I'm concerned, right? You, you have two consenting adults. They make their own decisions. The issue is... Totally related to the power dynamic between the staffer that was involved and, you know, the, the, like the workplace environment. That's what it's about. It's not about the fact that he had the, I don't care about that, you know. It's just not part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. If if if, if e. May Udunka was having an, an extramarital affair with, you know, a stripper, we wouldn't even be talking about this. I don't think. Maybe. Or just like a random woman in Boston, you know. I don't think we'd be talking about that but it becomes a big story, or at least a bigger story, because it's like it's it's the fraternization. Do
0: you think they'll end up a whole year? That's certainly what the the reporting is is I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up leading. losing
4: his job entirely. Mm. I mean, just in this world that we're in today. I would not be surprised if he loses his job entirely. Especially with the NBA like you've seen, you've seen so many stories like the Sarver thing is is right here in view, the Dallas Mavericks culture right from a couple years ago. You know, the NBA is going to be looking into this really closely. Um and they're going to make the determination, right? They're going to see what's going on. So there could be pressure from Adam Silver's office like you know, we can't condone this. We can't. It's not going away. Every time the Boston Celtics are on national television, this like people are going to be thinking about uh, it. That part's true. You know, so it's something to consider. Um, but to me, it's like, bro, think with your head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: well, we can't get in Nime's head, and, nor do we need to be.
4: I'm that's, just saying. That, bro, yes, that
0: was, like, but that part's done. Like, I, I'm just going to go under here because I, I I think, again, you compare it to what Sarver's done. I just don't see how you going to say I'm going to say over. I, but I'm going to be on the other side. Over here. is probably a smart argument with the way the reporting is going.
5: So the basketball schedule was out for the Memphis Tigers. Conference wins that you guys see. The number we've listed here, 13 and a half. Over. Under. John?
4: By the way, real quick, Mark Spears is like shooting down potential members of the Celtics that it is not in terms of the uh, – Yeesh so that's good
5: investigative reporting huh
4: I feel like that is it's it, we're zeroing in on the on the uh, oh, on the person here which is again another issue in and of itself um but yes the Memphis Tiger basketball schedule uh is out in full. Oh, uh, we now have the American Athletic Conference schedule for the University of Memphis what is the number Brad
5: 13 and a half remember two of those games are national Houston uh, basketball uh, ESPN and a CBS national game against Houston
4: yeah so 13 and a half they won 13 games last year. It took a sort of m- miraculous turnaround there late in the season. Um, they're bringing back a bunch of uh, you know veterans, right? Kendrick Davis, point guard play. Um, I'm just trying to rack my brain and think like, who are the teams that I'm worried about? I, I think 14 and four feels good. Mm. You know, I mean, again, do we do this every single year with Memphis? Yes. Do they let us down most of the time? Yes. But they've never had a point guard of this caliber in Kendrick Davis, right? So I I feel like him knowing how to win, having that position licked, as you would say, Jason, I got to take the over on 13-and-a-half. I think they're going to improve upon last year's mark. Why wouldn't they?
0: With Kendrick Davis and DeAndre Williams?
4: Right. It's not like it's not like 13-and-5 is this great mark in the American. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's good, but it's not great. They're 15-and-3. That's one thing. You know,
0: 16-and-2. I probably said 16 last year. So we Lord, usually do. Lord I mean, knows we've been shooting high on this one.
4: We always do, man. I mean, that is, you know, we're not perfect humans here.
0: But I'm with you on over 13 and a half.
4: It's hard to go under that. It's very hard to go under that.
0: I they do. Going 12
4: and 6. They're going to be worse.
0: Uh, uh, as And as was pointed out to me by a smart man yesterday, I, there is this stretch from February 19th yep. that starts that Sunday game at Houston. Yep. Then you're at Wichita State, which is just a tough place to play historically, yep. and and frankly, they need to be better. Um, the conference needs them to be better. But then you got Cincinnati. After you're at Wichita State, then you're at SMU, and you finish off again in a finale. You know, AAC loves this, and it's the right thing to do. You finish off against Houston. That's a tough stretch there. The thing about it is, last two years, Penny Hardaway's been playing his best basketball. The team's been playing his best basketball at that point. So you hope again. Yeah. You hope the starts are better, um, but that typically his he's had his teams in college basketball, this is key, have them playing their best basketball at that time of year. Remember, they, they almost, John, they looked like a turning team two years ago, They were, getting, but the hole was too big that they dug. So my point is, they've been well-equipped here lately in terms of the way they've played the last two seasons where they've hit that stretch and been playing pretty well. So all of that said, I say all of it to say yes, because there's... Other than Houston, there ain't much to worry about. Yep. But I'm not shooting 16 here. I'm not going crazy. Just give me 14 and four sounds pretty good. Give me over 13 and a half. It was 13 last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like over 13 and a half. All
5: right, and then finally, the North Texas Mean Green take on your Memphis Tigers on Saturday at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. Kickoff is scheduled for 2:30. Uh, mean Green two and two. Memphis. 2-1 in the Wren Baker Bowl, former staffer, uh, associate athletic director, University of Memphis, who's now the AD at North Texas. Proud uh, guy who Friend came of out the of show. Memphis. Yeah, good dude. Has Sent to John a book when he had a child. So mm, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's counseled the show in a, in a sense here. Uh, this is a team that lost to the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, last week who are terrible at football, 58-27. to 27. The line is 12 and a half. Over. Under. Now, last week, uh, as bad as
4: Memphis played, they still almost got the backdoor cover against Arkansas State. They still almost did.
0: You've def- yeah, I thought some credit was
4: coming. I should have known it was. Yeah, I mean, the- Arkansas State was the right side for sure. It was definitely the right side. And they ended up cashing. But, you know, there was a little sweat there at the end, right? Mm-hmm. But, but but yes, Arkansas State plus 14.5 was the right side. Memphis minus 14, or was it 12.5? Minus 12, will that will be the right side in this game. Um, I I just don't I I don't think Memphis is going to have too much of a problem here. Um, I mean, their defense is a question mark. Right. But I go back to again last week, like flirting with losing the game for the majority of the game. Still, when it mattered, they were able to put up points, get them when they needed to. Give me the two touchdowns here, basically, for the Tigers. I will lay the 12-and-a-half and feel pretty good about it. Uh,
0: Tigers will cover. John is right. I'll keep it quick because we got Rob Fisher coming up. Uh, the key numbers are, to Brad's point, what they did against UNLV last week. Sure, they can put up some points, uh, North Texas can. They can run the ball, but they didn't stop anything. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows this better than Brad, who's got the UNLV hat on, by the way. 576 yards uh, uh, North Texas gave up and UNLV through the air 21 of 27 on the ground, 365 yards they rolled up. So it's pretty much dial up whatever you want to, Memphis. It should be because, again, I think this Memphis team is better than that UNLV team. Uh, Memphis will cover this one, no problem. Over.
4: All right. I agree. We'll come back. Rob Fisher is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to
2: him about uh, the NBA, the Grizzlies. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,
1: Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
6: Selling a little or a lot? podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
1: yeah guests appear on the superbook sports phone line superbook sports download the superbook sports tennessee app today with jason and john live from the tops barbecue studios on 92.9 fm espn
4: rob fisher is the king of pop Catching pre and post for the Memphis Grizzlies on the sidelines, Grizz on Valley, the man, the myth, the legend, Fish. What's the word, man? Good to hear from hey you. Man,
7: just um, getting ready. Media day on Monday, talking season. Just got back from New York. I was at the NBA broadcasters meetings, and so uh, gearing up. And let me tell you something. From the broadcasters meetings, I mean, it's just a bunch of meetings with a bunch of producers and stuff. It's It's... Adam Silver speaks, that's kind of cool. Monty McCutcheon spoke, that was kind of neat, and they went over the new rules, and uh, the take file being eliminated, that was cool. But the coolest thing about the broadcast meetings, every time they show video, every time they show a slide that involves players of the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies are prominently displayed. That is awesome. Because of of John Moran, it's i mean it's incredible how much the Grizzlies were mentioned during these meetings about being a you know a team to look out for or being a team that has a young superstar or just being one of the elite franchises i mean it's it, It's incredible to see that recognition that the Grizzlies are getting on a national level and to see it in that sort of format was really cool
4: yeah um i i want i want to um talk to you sort of just generally about this Ime this Udoka story because, you know, you work for the Grizzlies and, 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 and you sort of know the team dynamics and you know sort of what a workplace looks like inside the NBA. So for the average person listening, like, what, what makes this story, as someone who knows it up close and personal, what makes it potentially so problematic?
7: Well, you know, they're saying it's the the code of conduct of the Boston Celtics. Um, so I, I don't necessarily know what that code of conduct is. Um, and frankly, I, I don't know what the Grizzlies code of conduct would be. I mean, I guess it's just this, you know, at least for our part, you know, we're not really involved in that. So I, I don't know. Um, it's 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 weird how the story's been handled
6: mm-hmm.
7: and it and it, and then to compare it to what we're talking about that he may resign today according to some reports or it's going to be a year of suspension or you know everything that's been thrown out today it's hard for me to comment on it because it just feels like it's something bigger than that I, I and i and we don't know right. i mean maybe maybe it's just strict that's our code of conduct there's no inner office relationships and you can lose your job because of it it might be that simple but it might not be that simple so i, I don't know it's um that's just fair it, it 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 just it it, uh, it it feel it i don't know i don't even want to say what it feels like but but it right it it, it, it feels like it's more than just two people in an office that we're dating Right.
4: I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, and you're right. The way that the story was just sort of presented, right? It was like, all right, she's like, Woj was basically like, all right, something is happening, and then you know, the reporting comes after that. Now, Mark Spears is sort of coming out and saying, well, it wasn't this. Like, it's just a mess. It's an absolute mess. And I think that's why people think, you know, Boston has to do something heavy-handed here because it has become such a such a disaster on that front. But you're right, we don't know, and we, we may never know. And so that sort of clouds our ability to really weigh in on it. Let, let, yeah. Rob, let's go back to
0: the guy you mentioned, John ja, ja Morant, and where he is in that NBA 2022 ranked the ESPN put together. He comes in at number nine. It's, a I think, a 22-spot jump from last season. In terms of I'm with you on everything you said, he takes you to the next level, and the best thing about it Right in terms of the NBA's acknowledged it. Feels like they feel it and they're ready to roll with you, and the guy's only 23 years old. In terms, Rob, of the next step of his development, you know, and whether you know that happens this year, years to come. In terms of what you're most excited to see next from John Morant, what is it, Rob?
7: Well, I, I think it's just that it's to see what's next from John Morant, and the thing that I wanted to see from John Morant, he can get to the elbow whenever. Yes whenever and generally because when he's doing that he's attacking the basket people give him space and and he even said this off season he wants to be able to knock down that short jumper mm-hmm. from the elbow and because he can get it every time plus it takes away from having to go to the basket every single time. Now I, I, you know one thing I always want to point out to people: Jaw's injuries. None of them have occurred by him attacking the basket. What we've always feared about Jaw's career, uh, and and I think probably because there have been examples in the past. Uh, but you know when a guy goes to the basket at that size all the time, that can be a Grind, so, yeah, it, it, now, the injuries haven't happened because of that, but but certainly it can be a grind and take a toll on your body and and I think if he can develop that pull up jumper right there at the elbow, he can be lethal and can be an even better score so i'm I'm just excited because he's the type of player that you feel like at this stage of his career, every year he'll take another step. And I'm excited to see what that step is, and I think that might be one of the things that we're talking about at the end of the year. Do you
4: think we're going to be in, I don't know, November, right? Let's just like or or December. Do you think we're gonna be talking about, man, the Grizz got to figure out the four without Jaron? Or do you think that either we see Jaron come back before then or that they find a viable solution? Like, what do you think is more likely by the time we get to December? Because it is sort of a very important piece. And I think if, 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 we, if we knew, I think we might be having a very different conversation about what the Grizzlies were able to achieve, at least early on. What, what do you think the viability of what we'll be talking about in December looks like?
7: Well, I, I think a lot of it's based on hope. And, and my hope would be that they have someone able to fill in. I mean, we saw this team last year, whether it was – Ja or Jaron or Dylan or uh, if and whenever they were out the team just kept rolling on that guys were able to plug and play it was one of the amazing things about the success of this team last year and and so your hope is with the majority of the same guys being back um, with the exception of two who are key players to that success of having guys plug and play um, I feel the hopefulness, hopefulness that they'll be able to plug someone in and they'll be able to run the system. They'll be able to run their role. They'll be able to play it well, and the Grizzlies will have success and they'll be fine. Now, will they be better when Jaron comes back? Yes. Now, my hope also, and we'll learn a lot Monday uh, at Media Day when we talk to Jaron and we talk to Zach Kleiman and and find out about the status of Jaron. But this is the first time that anyone's had an injury with the Grizzlies where you feel like not only is the player talking about how well he feels – that Zach Kleinman last time he spoke acted like it, it wasn't that big of a deal almost, and that everything was moving and progressing and going to be fine. I think, as we've seen this Grizzlies team in the past, our belief would be he's going to be out probably longer than we expect. He'll probably be out till December, maybe even after the new year. But the way that they've talked about it, I'm hopeful that that date that you're setting, Jaron's back by then. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I think both scenarios that I've just talked about are more hope than anything. I think it's hard to expect because they are both big question marks. So it's a guess on my part and I think it's it's hopeful for the Grizzly success this year that those things do come to fruition
0: yeah, Rob one of the the guys I'm most excited to see besides the obvious guys and maybe he is for for some but it, but it's Zaire and to see what mm-hmm. kind of jump we're going to get from him in year two and hopefully it is that hopefully it's a big jump maybe a Bane type jump just in terms of what that's going to look like they're going to give him the opportunity aren't they rob to, to 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 make that jump what do you what do you think it looks like what does it need to look like for Zaire
7: Yeah, he'll have the opportunity, no doubt about it, uh, where his minutes are going to go up. He's going to have a consistent role with this team. Um, You know, last year was a little consistent at the beginning, and then he had the injury, and then it was pretty consistent at the end. I think it'll be consistent throughout this season. I I like Zaire and and I expect big things from Zaire because of how smart he is. And when he talks about his game and what he wanted to improve in the offseason, it's a little bit of everything. But he was so detailed on the ball handling and and on getting to different spots and and finding his teammates better and just communicating better with his teammates and being more comfortable with his teammates. I mean, all the things that you think, you know, high IQ, smart basketball player uh, wants to work on every single year and, and he's being very specific. So I, I I think I'm I'm expecting a big jump with Zaire. I think he's one of those guys, given the opportunity to have a bigger role, he'll grasp it and he'll take advantage of that role. I, I think the other guy you gotta talk about though is John Conchar. Mm-hmm. He he's gonna be given an opportunity yep. to to have a much bigger, consistent role with this team. When he plays five, six minutes, he could always be a lightning bolt for you. Well now what happens when you're playing eighteen? Yep. Can you get Can you give me nine boards? Can you give me seven points? Can you give me a steal? Can you have a night where you give me fifteen and ten? Um, you know those games where you score four or three those those got to go away man if you 're going to give me those type of minutes and you 're going to be in a consistent role on this team you've got to perform, and that production has to go up. And I think he'll get an opportunity, much like Zaire, to have a lot more minutes. They just signed him to a contract, so he's going to be given that chance. He's got to take advantage of it.
4: Yeah, you're a Nike athlete, John Conchar, by the way. <laughs> that's
7: right. That's right.
4: He had, to, I guess he had to give away his, uh, his, his rights to the Jitty
7: brand. But you, it's yeah. a, that's
4: probably one you're willing to do for Nike, right?
7: I would imagine that's a good trade off. That's a good trade off. And I guess that's why the delay on the Jaw stuff, you know, Jitty, they had to get Jitty done. Exactly.
4: Exactly. They had to push Jaw back to 2023, you know, late 2023, (laughs) quarter four, so they could move stuff around for Jitty. We're talking to Rob Fisher here on the show. Sidelines pre and post for the Grizzlies on Bally Sports. All right, moving on to college football because we know you're a D Gen. Um, what do you like this week? We have a lot of SEC matchups that are super interesting. Florida, Tennessee, I believe that number is uh, 10, 10 and, and a, a half. half. Last I looked, yeah. Um, is, 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 are you willing to spot Tennessee basically two touchdowns here?
7: The history would tell you no. Uh, 16 of the last 17, Florida has won. Tennessee won in 2016. Um, Florida has covered nine of the last 12. Uh, they've won eight of the last nine in Knoxville. Good I course. mean, every trend you can imagine goes Good to Florida. Course. However, however, Tennessee's covered all three games this season, and Florida's last ten games, they are 1-9 and against the spread. They are 0-8 against the spread, their last eight on the road. These two teams are different than the trends suggest. I think Tennessee's the third-best team in the SEC. I, I think the, the confidence of these two teams is much different. <laughs> Uh, from one team to the other, I like Tennessee, and I think Tennessee rolls over Florida this year. Wow,
4: I tend to agree, man. Wow, I, I mean the Florida quarterback hasn't thrown a touchdown yet.
7: No, and, and when you look at all metrics and rank, I mean he's he's bottom ten in the country. You're talking about 140 quarterbacks, yeah. and he's bottom ten in the country. You know, I think going into the season we thought he could do some damage, be Johnny Manzelish. Well, that's just not the case. And the problem is they have no other options either. And he seems a little banged up. He's had 22 yards rushing since that opener uh, when he got hit in the knee. Uh, he's not effective running the ball. Um, but they don't have any other options. There's nobody else to go to. So I uh, – I don't. I think it looks bad for Florida this week, and it's a it's a new age of Tennessee football.
0: What about Arkansas, Texas A&M, Rob? Uh, I think A&M a two point favorite. Sam gonna go in there and pull the upset. What you liking this one?
7: I don't understand why A&M favored. I don't know what they've shown to be favored. I think there's too much stock in Arkansas's performance last week against Missouri State, but they did win the game uh, in a game that they certainly were overlooking. A&M hasn't proven anything, and A&M's been bad against the number just two and four in their last six games. Now, a lot of trends for A&M being under. I mean, we've seen how dismal their offense has been. Head-to-head, Arkansas... Is seven and three the last ten times these two teams have been top ten team or have been ranked opponents? Seven and three in the last ten times they've been both ranked. Arkansas has covered the last four. Three of the last four have gone under. I love the under forty nine, and I really like Arkansas. I, I still think Arkansas is probably a top five team in the SEC, maybe top four team in the SEC, and I don't think A and M is. We know the talents overall in the roster is probably better on Texas A&M, but they just haven't been coached to it. And I think a lot of that goes on Jimbo. I like Sam Pittman over Jimbo in the coaching matchup, and I like the Hogs to cover the two and win it straight up.
4: I mean, let me throw some NFL at you here. I'm gonna, we're I mean, we're going to really put you to the test, Fish. I mean, Cotterball is easy, right? I want to know mm-hmm. about the NFL, and, and it's a game that I'm going to have boots on the ground at. I'm going to Nashville this weekend. Raiders, I Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Lines around one and a half, two, depending on where you look. Uh, most of my friends that I trust with this stuff have told me just stay away because it's, it's such a tough game. If you were going to bet a side in this one, Fish, which one would it be? I'd bet the
7: Titans. Ooh. My Lord. I'm sorry. Based on and, what, and I, man? Based and on and what? I, and, I, and I hate to say, I kind of like it this week uh, with the Titans getting the points at home. Titans were just steamrolled last week uh, in, in that game by Buffalo. And Buffalo looks like the most dominant team in football. Um, I just expect a different performance. They're 0-2. I don't expect them to be an 0-2 football team. And and they are. And, you know, we've seen what the Raiders did last week, mm-hmm. allowing uh, Arizona to stick around, allowing Arizona to get back in that game and beat them. I just um, I think it's going to be a messy game. It's going to be entertaining. But uh, I'd, I'd take the Titans plus the two-and-a-half.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's just – it's a uh, – I've gone back Sorry. and forth with it. No, no, don't apologize. I mean, the I'm,
7: Tennessee Titans. As
4: I'm getting closer to, <laughs> to Sunday, you know, it's starting to, like – it's starting to set in, like, just how intense this is. Because, I, I, look, I think, you know, if I was going to bet the Raiders, I damn near would do it money line. Because I just feel like points are going to be – it's going to be razor sharp, right, on a right, game like right. that. So I'm just like – it it's it's starting to set in it's going to be a tough one and uh i it's going to be a long drive back if they can't if they can't find a way fish it's going to be a long drive and that's the risk right that's the risk when you go to see your team play you know you, know. you get no yeah. guarantees you get no guarantees you know. about leaving with a win
7: no you really don't you, you don't and it's uh you know you're hopeful, and uh, you know maybe it'll be a magical performance. You know that offense is really good. <laughs> that's, what maybe, maybe. that's what I thought. That's what I thought coming into the season. Maybe sucked. You know, maybe they missed their window. Maybe they're not any good.
4: That's what I'm saying to myself. But man, I mean, if McDaniel's handles that Maserati like a Ford Escape. You know, I mean, that's the <laughs> that's the problem. You know, I need him to like get get his driver's license this weekend. I need him to find yeah. it. You know. I know,
7: I know. Fish. I can't wait oh, to see you,
0: to you I can't wait to see you suited and booted on opening night, brother.
7: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. It's Knicks on opening night. Gotta be suited and booted for that one.
4: No doubt. Hey 100%. Fish, appreciate you as always, Thank my you, man. Fish. Thank you.
7: Hey, always a pleasure, folks.
4: Yep. He is Rob Fisher, aka The Fish Nation King Pop. Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh yesterday afternoon I, I texted uh I texted my friends over at Superbook and I said, Hey, I am thinking about putting in a very big bet. And I wanted to know, do you guys want me to place it with you, right? Or would you rather me place it elsewhere in the event that it wins, right? That's what I'm, you know, because it's, it's one of those things when you are, you know, in sort of a partnership here. It's like, do you would you rather me take that big bet elsewhere? You know what they said? What? They said they want all the smoke, bro. They want all the smoke. Of course they do, but but you know it's just one of those things. though, like if, you know if it pays out, right? I mean I just I hit them, you know I hit I hit the book, and but, but they can take it, but they can. They said they, they said don't worry. But I, mean, I, I wanted to check, you know I wanted to check and make sure, you know. But sometimes like a bookman said, hey, you, know, you know that that big of a bet, we may not want you to, you know we may want you to take hit somebody man, else. up. They can
0: cover your little hundred dollars,
4: bro. Exactly. <laughs> okay, that's exactly right. They just can calm down. They could they could take the hundred dollars, man. I they, hope so. It ain't hundred dollars we're talking about. Or oh, I'll
0: tell you where you can bring it. What? You wanna bet? No, I'm just saying. If you if you if you don't want to spend it with them.
4: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we've
0: got partners as well on this side. Yes, we so. do.
4: There's everybody's in bed with each other. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Everybody's just in everybody's in bed with each other. Uh I I I don't think I'm gonna do it because I just don't I don't want to be that mad, right? I don't want to go to it and be that I'm gonna be upset regard and I'm gonna be happy. Regardless, I don't need the financial aspect tied into it necessarily. If they win, I'll be mad I didn't do it because I want to do it. But I'm just, you know, a lot of the people that I trust just tell me, man, it's, I, I, just, it's like a stay away, you know, because it's too, they're too, they're too bad teams. Isn't this sad to watch?
5: It's tough. It's tough to see you emotionally tied to these things. You should just Well, be a, I, I'm,
4: I am. I'm, I'm definitely. It's my favorite team. Don't I mean, bet on
5: this game, please. You should be able to enjoy it.
4: And have fun at the game. As much as you can. Oh, yeah, right. for sure.
0: And the more you invest, the tougher it's going to be no to do question. that. And I'm talking about both from an emotional and no, a financial exactly right. exactly standpoint right. and in terms of that investment. You're
4: exactly right. So, <laughs> I think I'll say. Invest the, less, have uh, more absolutely. fun. I think that's exactly the right. Well, I, I, may not even, I may not even touch anything on it, right? Like, just continue completely leave the it because the emotional toll is already so big, right? It's already so big.
0: But you ain't going to walk this back now. We've seen you through all the phases here. Oh, you yeah. No, here I mean, on I'm Monday. all in You on was it.
4: feeling all good. I feel it. There ain't, <laughs> there ain't nothing
0: I'm worried about. And today on Thursday, and, oh, no. Yeah, I'm a little spooked, oh, bro. Oh,
4: no. Little, as we get closer to the game, we a little spooked. So I'll we've feel, seen
5: you go through the phases
4: here. I feel
5: better during kickoff, yeah. man. It, I, is Renfro going to play? He, he's questionable still, and he didn't practice yesterday. Let's hope not. You right? don't want him on the field? Yeah, I think you need not. him on the field. Brad,
0: he's a fumbler.
4: He's a fumbler.
5: He fumbled bumbling, twice fumbler. in two consecutive series in an important second game of the season. It cost three right. the game. Yeah, he certainly why would we, did. Why would we want that guy? I, I do think. I Red, like him. I like the player, not though. Not this week. Yeah, I like the player, though. Did
0: they ding him up? Did he get a concussion yeah. on that second game yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's not functional right now. Yeah, let, let him let him rest up.
4: Yeah, we got, a, we, got, we got Waller. We got Devontae Adams. You know, we're fine. We got depth. I'm not worried about that. I need a guy on the field that's not going to fumble the ball. You throwing the baby out with the
5: bathwater now. Just for
4: a week, man. Just for, Damn. Just for a week. He cost, us a, he cost us a pretty big one. That would have been big um, for a lot of reasons. Yeah, it was after he'd already fumbled. Yeah. And
0: you got it back. He might
4: have been concussed after the first so that's, hit. That's what's tough. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I'm probably not going to end up doing anything with it. I'm probably going to stay off of it. Loser
0: just... Bowl 2022. It's very <laughs> exciting.
4: Tickets it's very exciting to watch John
0: <laughs> go through the phases here. Excited. I've, yes. I, yes. And ticket, that's genuine.
4: Tickets start at $69. Damn. That's like Jets,
0: bro. That's Look, come, the get-in? Come on in and see this babbage.
4: Well, that's on the Titans, too, though. Uh, Woof. You know, uh, the Jets get-in is like 40 bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, bro. The Jets. The well, New y'all York ain't jets. much better. But I'm saying, though. $25 more dollars. $40 will get you into the Jets game. And I'm talking about, like, against the Bengals or against, like, and, and they stink, too. But just, you know, pick a team. You can get it for forty bucks against with the New York uh, NFL football game. Yeah, that's absurd. The Grizzlies aren't that damn cheap anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the crazy. Like, but the Jets just won. You can
0: get up there by the Zebo sign for less than forty, can't you?
4: Can you? I think still. I think so. Okay. What's that? Twenty five
5: bucks?
0: Uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe can, it has gone you up. You gonna up pay
5: there, that huh? jaw tax now? That's a that, that, that job effect. tax
0: is on there now.
5: Y'all yeah. saw that new landing area they're going to have up in that area. No, where you, no, it's like a party deck thing they're building. That's it was reported by I think the commercial appeal reported on. It. There's some work going on up there. Is that
0: for, near the area where they do the sort of raised concerts? Is that what we're, you know don't what I'm know talking where about? It's where it's they at. sort of perform know, yeah. up there in that upper level? You gotta, you gotta, are you you we gotta, talking gotta, there? I mean, I because the people no. up
5: there are so high, they're so far away from the game. You got to give them something to do. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, that's what all these stadiums are starting to do. They did it at Mississippi State. Like, they have the left field lounge up in the upper deck. Why are you smiling, man, like at one time in your life?
4: Because you you're, you're shaking your head at me, man. Because I know what you're going to say. Because yeah. you
0: know. You forget where you come from.
4: No, I'm just saying. No, if, if, if it was like, if uh, hey, John, you want to go to the game? Where are the seats? Oh, they're, uh uh you know, two tw- Nope. <laughs> nope.
5: You are s- that, so spoiled That now. is
4: That is the one thing that I am snobbish about as an adult. It is where the seat is located. And if that makes me a bad person, then so be it. But I just will not go to a game where I'm sitting with my back against the wall. I just won't do it. That may make me a bad person. Here it is. I'd rather
5: watch it at home. DeMichael Cole reported this. The Memphis Grizzlies are planning to announce several upgrades for this season, an addition of a bar within the terrace level of the Arena Bowl, according to multiple sources. So you got a little uh, area up there in the terrace. I think that's the mid deck area. I, I can't sit up there physically, right? Because you get vertigo.
0: My hands start sweating. Right. I was up there for dude. Perfect was the last time. I said, Chris, we gotta get the hell out of here.
4: Right. You get yeah vertigo, Sarsis. The
0: older I get, the the older I get, the worse it get. I'm like Roy Williams. <laughs> now, look, if I had a family. Of, I'm for real. Man. If I had a family. They, of, you're not cat. This and, is no cat. No, it, and you're laughing. Well, you're, and I, you're I'm laughing. sorry to make fun of your you condition. You were laughing it's very just... hard. You're grabbing your stomach like I'm serious. I should have. should have not I get an excuse. The older I get, the worse it becomes. And didn't Roy Williams have an issue with this? When he stood ah, up, he would He was on the floor, though, Jason. He wasn't up high. He did it on the floor. But that's what, but as he got older, it got worse. Yeah. And I, I, that is happening to so me. You get your hands yeah. get oh. clammy.
5: I'm not joking about your condition. Dude, just, when I used to frame houses with my
0: brother, I used to be able to get on that walk, walk a little two by four up on a second floor, no problem. But the mm-hmm. oldest, I've gotten obviously, yeah, yeah. Now heights what's give me the, issues what's and it's the, gotten
4: worse. What's the condition though? What is it exactly?
0: I don't know. Like I said, it's steep. My hands start sweating and I, I can't, if I look up, I start to get dizzy. If I look up, I start to feel like I'm falling down. I believe that's vertigo. But I've never had it diagnosed. Never seen anybody for it because you know what? To your point, I can't go up there. Well, basically, I can't
2: again. I should have come up. Tried it with Dude Perfect. That was the last time. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.